Welcome to the Hope for ACD podcast, the podcast for adults with divorced parents and those who love them. We're glad you're here as we discuss how adults with divorced parents can take steps towards better relationships with God, themselves, their spouses, and others. Now here is your host, therapist and author, Kent Darcy. Hi, this is Kent Darcy. Thank you for joining us at Hope for ACD, Hope for Adult Children of Divorce. This podcast is the sixth program in a 10-part series where we are discussing the major issues that tend to impact adults with divorced parents. Today, we are going to look at anxiety in adults with divorced parents. Of the topics we're going to discuss, anxiety or worrying is probably the most subtle. A majority of the topics we've covered so far and will cover are kind of running under the radar. They're like computer programs that run in the background. But anxiety is one of the weirder ones. (laughs) So I think you'll find this program enlightening. For those of you who started at the beginning of this series, bear with me as I cover this for those who skipped to this podcast. A couple things to be aware of with what you're going to hear. I'll be discussing anxiety on a program called Champions Arise, which is a ministry of Trans World Radio. This is important to know because Champions Arise is a men's ministry, so what you're going to hear was recorded for a predominantly male audience. So even though the principles you'll hear apply to both men and women, we are clearly talking to men in this program. Champions Arise is aimed at an international audience, so you may hear an occasional reference to something you may not be familiar with, but you aren't missing anything crucial. Lastly, Champions Arise is produced for a Christian audience, so you will hear scripture and references to God. So with the public service announcements done, let's look at anxiety in adult children of divorce. I'll be back on the other side with some closing comments. When divorce forced its way into our lives, we felt everything was out of control. Also, a lot of things went wrong. So we started to expect things to go wrong. Mm -hmm. And as a result, anxiety crept in and never left. Psalm 4, verse 8 says, In peace I will both lie down and sleep. For you alone, O Lord, make me dwell in safety. Wouldn't it be great to have a peaceful day and then go to sleep without any worries? To some degree, we all worry. But worry and anxiety can be a bigger problem for a particular group of people. Welcome to Champions Arise. I'm your host, Foster Brown. Today, our guest, Kent Darcy, returns to discuss the ongoing anxiety and worry adults with divorced parents can experience. If your parents are divorced or you know someone from a broken home, you'll find this series very helpful. Kent is the founder of Adult Children of Divorced Ministries. Because adults with divorced parents are far more likely to divorce themselves, It's important to identify the issues that are impacting them. His ministry provides resources and helps them to use their strength in their relationships and break the cycle of divorce. He's been teaching on various ways children whose parents divorced carry the effects with them into their adulthood. We hope you'll stay with us as we work to break the cycle of divorce. Hello, Kent. Thanks. In Matthew 6, verse 34, Jesus says, Don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring all its own worries. Mm -hmm. Today's trouble is enough for today. Mm -hmm. If we're honest, though, we all have a problem with worrying. 
What makes mm. adult with divorced parents any different from the rest of us? It's a fair question. Since we are discussing anxiety and fear on this program, uh, I'll answer that question by giving an example of a high-anxiety situation. An example that would produce a lot of anxiety for adult children of divorce, but wouldn't produce a lot of anxiety in a person whose parents didn't divorce? Right. That's what we're going to look at. And, okay. and I think a wedding is a great example. Uh-huh. No, no weddings usually have a bride and a groom, <laughs> a set of parents for both sides, and assorted relatives and friends. Now, depending on the culture, there may be a celebration of some kind afterward. You know, in Western cultures, there may be a, a wedding rehearsal and a rehearsal dinner. But here is where the differences come in. If the bride and groom are from intact families, you know, their parents have never divorced, they may be anxious about, you know, everything going well, or they're afraid of messing up the vows. But usually, they aren't worried about their parents. Uh-huh. Now, with adult children of divorce, you have the normal worries, and the primary thing they do worry about is their parents. Wait a minute. What do you mean they worry about their parents? Okay, well, we're concerned with issues like, does the dad or stepdad walk the bride down the aisle? Ah, uh, okay. You know, where do the stepparents sit in the ceremony? Who, who has greater influence with the decorations, the mom or the stepmom? Oh, yeah. You know, if the divorced mom and dad aren't getting along, will they make a scene at the wedding? You know, if, if there's more than one stepmom or dad, who gets invited? Or, or who is in the family pictures afterward? Do you, mm. do you want the mom and the dad in the same picture? Do they <laughs> want to be in the same picture? You know? Will war break out? Really? Right? You know, and this is what you're thinking. I mean, which parent sits, you know, at which table in the reception after the wedding? You know, because you probably don't want them together. You know, the list goes on and on. And and imagine if the bride and the groom are both from broken homes. You know, then it just multiplies. But the real tragedy is this. In the mind of the adult child of divorce, the wedding logistics revolve around the divorced mom and dad instead of the bride and the groom. That's right. You know, and we don't talk about it. We don't share our fears or worries. I mean, not even with our future spouse. You know, we might think it's silly or, or not worth discussing since they think there's there's nothing you can do about it anyway. Sure. But the day that should be a glorious celebration of a covenant witnessed by God and others turns into an anxiety-ridden event that has a cloud hanging over it or they can't wait to finish. Again, I know people who have divorced parents at mm-hmm. the wedding, and I never realized that all of this was going on behind the scenes. Well, welcome to our world. <laughs> and and funerals, graduations, oh, the birth Lord. of a child, you know, their grandchild, you know, are other examples of events that can create anxiety for adults with divorced parents. You know, but these are examples of, of major bumps. Anxiety and worry can plague the adult child of divorce and everyday things, too. You know, when Jesus said, don't be anxious, he was telling us not to worry about things we can't control or anticipate happening. But when divorce forced its way into our lives, we felt everything was out of control. Also, a lot of things went wrong. So we started to expect things to go wrong. Uh-huh. And as a result, anxiety crept in and never left. So this anxiety can be at high or low levels? Mm-hmm. Most of the time, anxiety is not at a high level, like you know, in the wedding example sure. we were talking about. Usually, it just kind of hides below the surface. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes... We'll miss anxiety in young people because we're looking at the aftermath of the divorce from the adult perspective. We forget that a situation, you know, the same situation can produce vastly different anxiety levels depending on whether you're looking at it from the adult's point of view or the child's. I think I'm staying with you, but just to make sure, can you give me another example of this? Let's look at at a divorce, and, and I'll show the difference in anxiety levels between the parent and the child. Before the divorce, the parents' anxiety levels are going up and and are probably high. There's tension and arguing and and a lot of negative things going on. However, at the same time, 
the child's anxiety level may be very low. They don't know that the marriage you know, is, is that strained. And then the divorce happens. And at that time, everybody's anxiety level is high. Now, after the divorce, the parents' level will drop. I mean, sometimes you'll hear people say, you know, it's finally peaceful in the house. Uh. But the child's anxiety level won't drop as much because they're seeing things from the child's point of view. Okay. And there are a lot of unknowns. And unknowns create anxiety. But here's where it gets really interesting. When the parent starts dating someone, their anxiety level drops. I mean, they're feeling better about sure. themselves. They're, you know, they're getting out. But the child's anxiety level goes up. Because they want, you know, their parents mm -hmm. back together, or they don't like this new person, rather, or they don't like that the attention they were receiving has been transferred to somebody else. Now, when the parent remarries, their level drops even more, but the child's anxiety level goes up even more, particularly okay. if there's stepbrothers and stepsisters coming on the scene. And you want to hear something even more interesting? If I hadn't experienced this myself, I wouldn't have believed this. Uh -huh. But researcher Judith Wellerstein found that if a person from an intact family, you know, is having a rough time in life, job troubles or relationship troubles, you know, their anxiety may go up. But when things turn around, they get a raise, you know, job's going good, things are good at home, kids are behaving, the anxiety level will go down. For the adult child of divorce, when things are tough, their anxiety level may go up. But when things start going well, you know, you get the raise, things are good at home, the anxiety level goes up, not down. Wait, it goes up? Why would it go up? Well, remember in an earlier program, we talked about the fear of doom. Uh, the fear that yes. things can go bad at any moment, okay? With the fear of doom, when things are going well, their anxiety level goes up. Because they have more to lose. Exactly. That's right. That's amazing. <laughs> but it's also a little bit depressing to find themselves caught in that kind of vicious cycle. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, it is. Until you become aware that you're actually reacting this way. And, and then things can change dramatically. You know, when I read this in Wallerstein's book, the book's called The Unexpected Legacy of Divorce, you know, I thought, that's me. I'm that way, you know, uh -huh. and I've talked with other adults from broken homes and, and they react the same way, you know, kind of with a, a combination of amazement and recognition. Mm -hmm. I mean, they see it in their own lives. And for me, my wife saw it, you know, she would say I never relaxed, but I didn't connect it to my parents' divorce. So um, as a group, the adult children of divorce tend to have problems relaxing. Yeah, we don't. And, and really, when you're anxious about keeping your mom and your dad happy, you're anxious about moving. You're anxious about mom's boyfriends. You're anxious about stepbrothers and sisters touching your stuff. You know, you're anxious <laughs> over whether your family will have enough food. Being anxious becomes normal. Oh, dear. And, and you grow into an anxious adult. You know, on the anxiety scale, you know, as you said, we never really get to yeah. zero. You know, our guard is always up. And God never intended no. us to live that way. You know, he wants us to trust him and not worry. You know, Psalm 127 Verses 1 and 2 say, Unless the Lord builds the house, the work of the builders is wasted. Unless the Lord protects a city, guarding it with sentries will do no good. It is useless for you to work so hard from early morning until late night, anxiously working for food to eat, for God gives rest to his loved ones. Mm. Now, I usually hear the first part of that verse, but you know, so honestly, I don't usually hear mm -hmm. or focus on God gives rest part. Oh, yeah. I love hearing that. Oh, I, I, me too. You know, and Proverbs 3, verse 21 through 24 says, My son, let them not depart from your eyes. Keep sound wisdom and discretion. 
so they will be life to your soul and grace to your neck. Then you will walk safely in your way and your foot will not stumble. When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Oh. Mm. And Jesus said, don't worry. But, but this was right after he told us to seek God first. Our trust and faith in God is what helps us overcome anxiety. Amen, you know, yeah. Philippians 4, verses 6 and 7 explain this. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. I hope our listeners are as encouraged as I am. Mm -hmm. It's so great to know that with some basic information mm -hmm. and God's truth, yeah. lives can change. That's true, you know, but, but our listeners have the same challenge though that the gospel of Christ brings. You know, it's a fact that Jesus died for our sins and rose again. But if we don't accept the gift of salvation God offers us by confessing our sin and asking Jesus to be our savior, we don't receive the blessing of having our sins forgiven. And in this series, we've talked about anger, trust issues, you know, father hunger, and anxiety. And we've presented ways to overcome these issues and have healthier relationships. But those with divorced parents have to apply what they've learned. And it's not always easy. It certainly isn't, especially as you see, you, there are so many forces of anxiety coming mm -hmm. against us. Mm -hmm. but, but the bottom line is, it's worth it. Absolutely. Absolutely. But guys, you know, guys tend to be avoiders. <laughs> you know, we bury our heads and deny that we may have a problem. You know, I, I know I'm the poster child for that. You know, <laughs> even when God uses our spouses to tell us that I'm the poster child for that too. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, collateral damage results when we don't take action. Yeah. Ignoring the issues like anger, anxiety, often result in addictions, adultery, mm. and abuse. That's when innocent people like our spouses, kids, or friends get hurt, and that just can't happen. But it doesn't have to happen, and mm -hmm. that is really the good news. Mm -hmm. You know, I really encourage our listeners to review this program again. If you're new to this series, you can go back and listen to the previous programs as well, by the way, and then share them with an adult child of divorce that you know. Mm -hmm. Your action could save their marriage, and the marriage of their kids, and their grandchildren's marriages as well. We're back in our Hope for ACD studio now. As I said earlier, that program was recorded for the Champions Arise Ministry of Transworld Radio. Pretty interesting topic, isn't it? Gives us a lot to think about, particularly the notion that our anxiety goes up when things are going well. Judith Wellerstein had a powerful quote about this in her book, The Unexpected Legacy of Divorce. She wrote, if happiness increases one's odds of experiencing loss, think about how dangerous it must be to simply feel happy. If that's you, I encourage you to get more information by checking out the resource tab on our website, hopeforacd.com. Also, if you have any questions or comments on what we talked about today, you can email us at questions at hopeforacd.com. You'll get that address again later at the end of the program. And I encourage you to share this podcast. As you've probably learned, anxiety is a big deal among adults with divorced parents. That includes your friends, family members, maybe even a spouse. So feel free to share this program with others. Our next program will be the first of two programs where we will discuss the issue of forgiveness, a huge, huge issue for those with divorced parents. So until next time, let us heed the words of the Apostle Paul. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, 
and faithful in prayer. This is Kent Darcy. Thanks for listening. I look forward to being with you again. This has been the Hope for ACD podcast, which is produced by Adult Children of Divorce Ministries. We'd love to hear from you. Please email any questions or comments to questions at hope4acd.com. That's questions at hope, the number four, acd.com. Thank you for joining us. Until next time, may God bless you with his peace and joy.